And there we go. Up and running. Get the show oh, running. Yeah. <laughs> and I got myself all sidetracked <laughs> and didn't even open up my notes. But now I do. <laughs> I'm all set to go. So let's get going. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at TSF. That sounds funny. Hey, everybody, this is your host, Keith, and you are listening to That Sounds Funny. This is the week of June 13th. Is that right? 2023. We are uh, in season three. We're on show 33, episode 136. We are two blind brothers and the blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Pop-Tart Terry. And I'm back, Jill. All right. <laughs> From vacation. Baby, baby got back, Jill. <laughs> yep. Back. We had baby a good got... week. Very busy. All right. Well, and we'd like to open up with a bit of what's new. I had a queer feeling that the world was all topsy-turvy. Does anyone have a question? It does not compute. And the only one tiny bit of the thing I want to bring in is that before I talked about a book I was reading about the crown and scepter, and I have to say that all the kings die in the end. <laughs> That's how it ends. They all die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. No, I don't, I don't know if in order for the next king to take over. I, just have a, a I know Joy has a lot to talk about. But <laughs> I, I, I just have a short one, and then we'll let Jill tell all about her. But I was listening to a documentary, which I haven't finished, but on uh, the Samnet Saratech, they got one called Arnold. That's the that's got three episodes. They're hour long, and first episode is Arnold Schwarzenegger. The first one he talks about um, bodybuilding, and then in the second one's his movie career, and then the third one's his political stuff. But it's a pretty interesting documentary. But his bodybuilding I mean. days when steroids were legal, right? <laughs> the health additive. Yep. Although he's never taken them, he says these <laughs> days. But no, he's mentioned mm-hmm. it on this on this documentary. Quite yeah, often, do something to be pumped up that big. Yeah. yeah, well, they they really were it used to be legal. They used to be you, you see them in all the health magazines. Steroids and mixed. They were under doctor's supervision. Well, the doctors supervise whatever. But yeah. tell us about your trip. Tell us, tell us. Tell us. Well, on our way up there, I was telling Keith, I didn't know because he lived in Michigan for a while, that uh, we were on the, maybe halfway up, I'm not sure. We was in the Michigan about two hours. And uh, had to stop we, and pee? Uh-huh, what? You had to stop yeah. and pee? Well, that's where we were at. Well, they were only vacation. gone for a week. Of course, they had to stop and pee a couple stop times. Go a couple times. <laughs> but uh, there's a restaurant up there called Fat Burrito. And I thought Keith might have known it, but he said no. But uh, my son-in-law made a comment about it, how Fat Burrito, he's had chicken burritos and beef burritos and bean burritos. He don't know if he'd want a burrito with fat in it. 
<laughs> Why they make that? They fat. cut all the fat off the meat and put it in a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> it's like pork rinds. Yeah. Well, I have a story like I had a uh, potato burrito before. <laughs> I had rice and chicken in a burrito from Taco Bell. That was really good. You know, they make so many things you can just, they call them wraps. You can put anything in the tortilla shell anymore. And Yeah, the area you're at is about halfway up the state along the, the left edge of the state yeah but uh the then uh let's see we played cornhole i don't know if anybody knows what that is it's like bean bags. It is pride months <laughs> it's like bean cornhole, bags, but the bag is full of corn oh okay yeah and you throw it across that 27 feet i was told and my grandson who's 15 tapped on it's wooden the, the uh the board Mm-hmm. and it's got yeah. a hole in it and if you get the cornhole bag on the board you get one point and if it goes in the hole you get three and i actually made a couple points from him tapping on the the board so i knew where which direction to throw it and but it was hard to figure out how much power to put behind it to get it in by the time i had it figured out you know you only got two bean bags i was like that's too far that's too close i need one more <laughs> but, they take uh, all the corn they take all the corn off and put it in the in the bean bag things. Then they take all the corn cobs and put them in the outhouse for the other cornhole. <laughs> I guess. <Maybe>. So. <laughs> but I did actually make a hole in one. They told me, and they all, ah, "How'd you do that?" I said, "Professional." Yeah. Switch nothing but net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all surprised, but it took so long because it's one of those games where you have to play it. I think it was twenty-one, but if you go over twenty-one. You go back to 11. So say you're at 19 points and you make a hole in one, 19, 20, 21, you're at 22. You busted, they called it, and you go back to 11. Well, that kept happening to the other team. Mm. And I was like, I'm tired of staying. Those bags were heavy. You, you had to I purposely thought. aim for not making it in the hole just to get one point, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was fun. And then yeah, the I don't day remember we... playing that up in Michigan, but it seems like. Oh, like on a rainy day, like at Heinz, uh, so they're going on a golf outing, they might whip out a, a bing bag toss like that. Yeah. They don't do it very often. Hmm. And then they make my daughter had a, a paddle boat, she called it, which is kind of like a surfboard with a oar. And she says you can stand or sit on it. And it's similar to a kayak, even, except it's not got the enclosure like a kayak has it's just flat like a surfboard mm-hmm. my husband tried to do it and he kept falling off of it <laughs> yeah. well the grandkids thought that was pretty funny grandpa out there standing on it next thing you know whoop splash <laughs> a paddle board not my my thought on a paddle board is when kids are learning how to swim it's like a little half surfboard that goes from like your waist to your shoulders and you rest your body on it while you paddle with your feet. That's why they would call it a paddle board. But yeah, I've heard of those like too. But full this size. Is, it's big, yeah. Oh. And somehow I don't know if it's the. I think she said you hook something to your ankle. I think it was the oar. Might have been the whole board too. In case you do fall off, you don't. You know, don't go flying. You have to swim after it. And... Yeah, yeah. They do that with little uh, surfboards too. Little landings. But... Yeah. And then they did have a kayak too, so some of them would go out in the kayak and 
Kayak and yak. Things going on there. Kayak, pontoon boat, fishing boat. Some of them went fishing. It was just a fun family trip where everybody kind of did their own thing. If you wanted to swim. But we did not realize the beginning of June in Michigan still gets down in the 40s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I took two pairs of pants and then uh, the rest was shorts because I thought it would be warm. Little did I know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it doesn't always get that cold in, in June, but sometimes it can. There was a breeze coming off that lake. It was called Round Lake, where we were right across the street. Because it was made, it was in the shape of a square. It was called yeah, Round it Lake. Was, <laughs> it was actually a circle. It didn't have any uh, coves or anything. They said just a big hmm. hole were filled with water, I guess, and made a little lake. And it's funny because <laughs> people in Michigan talk a little different than we do. <laughs> they do. Imagine that. Yeah, they, they, a, they do. Is it A or I? They always say, oh, I'm going to go avoid uh, my Blake. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do accents very well, but my other daughter can, and she would just talk like them, and we all laughed. Yeah, it's, you know, almost like a almost Canadian, a Canadian accent. accent. Yeah. Almost like North Dakota, you know, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota does that too. Yeah. A. <laughs> Wisconsin, get it, northern Wisconsin. So yeah, we had lots of fun, but cornhole was really fun. They told me I, we should start a new like beep ball, but cornhole for the blind. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, been that might be interesting because it would be like kind of like horseshoes. It sounds like only you have a a board with a hole in it instead of a a, a peg. You have to get the horseshoe around. And yeah. it's almost it seems like it's almost like ski ball where you roll the ball and kind yeah, of, just, but it's the bean bag and you only have one hole instead of three. But that could be interesting. Yeah, with ski have. ball, you have the circles, the small, medium, and bigger circles. Ski ball would even be fun for the blind people because it keeps score like it chucked cheese. Yeah, I mean, you could have these, your cornhole thingy, you could have two or three holes cut in it with a different thing with different points, something like that, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, or you keep it simple and just do what Joe was talking about. They said somehow, like, if you if I would have got it in the hole and then the other team would have got it in the hole, that would have knocked my score out. Oh. It can- canceled them out. And I was like, well, that ain't fair. But luckily, nobody canceled mine out. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I guess that's also kind of like horseshoes because you, know, you might get a ringer where the horseshoe is kind of rounded, barely. And if somebody else gets a ringer, it lands on top and their horseshoe goes further, you know, around the post, and I think those can cancel yours out. Hmm. I think. I, I, don't, I haven't played horseshoes in a long time. I haven't played horseshoes in years either. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's about all there was. I mean, all kinds of things happen, but crazy grandkids they rode mini bikes i did not ride. oh my other son-in-law rode the mini bike with no shorts on and my Woo! granddaughter said she's never riding that again he had them on but he put them down <laughs> and his bare butt was on the seat uh, like, eh. <laughs> i ain't putting my butt on that ever again and how come there's like, a brown stripe on the seat i wonder 
<laughs> and they tie-dyed. You made me think of that, too. They make tie-dyed shirts. <laughs> and he tie-dyed a pair of boxer under boxer briefs. And everybody's like, I didn't know there was brown in our tie-dye kit. <laughs> yeah. And of course, they were joking. He, they were clean underwear, but... <laughs> we had brown underwear in the Army. Tie-dyed underwear. <laughs> yeah, but the brown underwear in the Army is a little different. It's made style of khaki color. <laughs> oh, it's not camouflage? <laughs> well, no, you don't. I mean, all the other I ever saw in the military was just white, but they do make it so it's just a, a straight khaki color. In the Army, we had, you could get white underwear, you could get brown, or boxers were green. Now, in cold weather training, when they issued the long johns, the, the, the older kind was more like off-white, but the newer kind was more of a brown color. Or you know, khaki color. You'd think they'd be white or black or gray because that uh, cold weather training, that's what color your camouflage is. You would think. You'd want to blend in. You wouldn't want to wear pink or purple or <laughs> some yeah. color that's going to stand out. That's why you wouldn't yeah. want to wear white in the jungle. You'd want to wear khaki color. But you can be like a, a parrot and blend in. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> have to yeah. be in the trees though to look like a parrot <laughs> oh. but we can move on to our next what is it well what's this new idea yours on random, random topic uh, well here you never heard such junk random stuff yeah random stuff <laughs> oh and i like that new little voice we have that's cute <laughs> random stuff yeah. Party new voice number. of the podcast. Yeah. I bet our other old voice was getting a little bit deep, that boy. <laughs> He's getting older. He just turned, what, 12? Happens to be Mad Libs. Mad Libs, awesome. <laughs> we're we're gonna try this again. Little does our listeners know we tried it last week, but there were some complications. But we are going to give it a shot. If I can find my danger. Since Keith messed up the word list, here are the words that Terry and Jill chose. Adjective smooth. Place McDonald's. Adjective spicy. Noun dog. Noun Terry. Plural noun hamburgers. Game monopoly. Plural noun goats. Verb ending in ing running. Verb ending in ing walking. Plural noun cars. Verb ending in ing driving. Noun St. Louis arch. Plant tree. Part of the body fingers. A place park. Verb ending in ing jumping. Adjective board. Number 189. Plural noun mountains. Vacations. A vacation is when you take a trip to some smooth McDonald's <laughs> with your spicy family. <laughs> Usually you go to some place that is near the Terry. Now it's working right. 
Terry. We're up on a hamburger. Uh, a good vacation place is one where you can ride Monopoly or play goats. It still is off a little bit. Uh, or go hunting for uh, running. Actually, it's supposed to be goats. Uh, unlike, oh, I like to spend my time uh, running or walking. Uh, see, when parents go on vacation, they spend their time eating cars. Uh, 189 times a day uh, <laughs> they sit around the St. Louis Arch I'm sorry they sit around uh, driving uh, last summer my little brother fell in the Arch St. Louis Arch and got poisoned tree all over his fingers. Uh, my family is going to go to the park and I will practice jumping. <laughs> uh, let's see. Parents need vacation more than kids do because Parents are always very bored. <laughs> and because they have to work. Uh, uh, I can't read that word. Uh, I'm going to say long uh, hours every day of the year. Making enough mountains to pay for the vacation. That didn't sound quite right. Here's how the story should have come out. Vacations. A vacation is when you take a trip to some smooth McDonald's with your spicy family. Usually you go to some place that is near a slashin dog or up on a slashin Terry. A good vacation place is one where you can ride hamburgers or play monopoly or go hunting for goats i like to spend my time running or walking when parents go on a vacation they spend their time eating cars a day and fathers play golf and mothers sit around driving last summer my little brother fell in a st louis arch and got poison tree all over his fingers my family is going to go to the park and i will practice jumping parents need vacations more than kids because parents are always very bored and because they have to work 189 hours every day all year making enough mountains to pay for the vacation. That's our story. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, somehow the words got a little bit off, but anyway, it was different. Well, of course, our listeners won't. We'll get we'll get the edited <laughs> or less we'll get the edited down version because it was I, I did better this time at doing it, but it was still a little bit awkward. And that was how my vacation went last week. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how Jill's vacation went, exactly like that. Uh anyway. Why self-conscious? Just stick around. It's time oh, we want huh. to some news. Well, if that's what he wants, we'll give it to him. That doesn't sound funny. I'll go first. Is about a motorized trash can. You know, we all need a motorized trash can so we can cruise down the streets in our garbage can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes 55 miles per hour. Heck, it can almost go on the interstate or the highways. And this... Um, is in England. Michael Wallhead. He had a trash can. It was just a regular trash can, and he decided to put a motor on it. He bought it for $25, this trash can, on Marketplace. And then he put many hours of modifications on it and put in a, a hundred... 125 two-stroke engine with go-kart wheels and axle a five-gear box whatever that is a chassis and a steering wheel yeah the five-gear box means it was a five-speed he would have the runway to drive it on so he wouldn't be in traffic and he was at yorkshire england and they clocked him at what? an average speed of 54 miles per hour. Oh, wow. And there must be something entertaining to these people because there's actually some other people that have a motorized trash can. I guess maybe it'd be funny to see races with all these motorized trash cans driving around. Ah, uh, for the grouch hanging out of the trash can. Right. <laughs> but, uh, there was another guy that had one that would only go 45 miles an hour. Oh, slowpoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they sent in the thing, the, the telling how fast he went, the record to the World Series, or World Series, Guinness Book of World Records to see if he could get put in it. <laughs> he should be hearing back from them in a few weeks to see if he could be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, all right. I hope he is. Yeah. I thought it was kind of odd. Who knew? Why would you need a trash can with a motor on it? Well, you know, you have Oscar. Yeah. You have one of those kids who likes to drag his feet, take in the trash. Like, oh, come on, dude. How come I have to do this? You motorize well, it, and the kid will be like, all right, I'll take the trash out right now. Oscar, Oscar the Grouch wanted to do that so he could catch up with the Weenie Mobile. Maybe <laughs> you, you mean the Frank Mobile? <laughs> not called Weenie No Mobile anymore. About a talented dog that breaks a world record for putting coins into a piggy bank. <laughs> um, as a cocker spaniel in Scotland, 
showed off his unusual skill for Guinness Book of Records as he deposited coins using his mouth. I would hope. <laughs> and uh, 23 coins in one minute. And well, one would be impressive. <laughs> it took it took two years of training for her four-year-old dog to master putting the 10-pound coins into the bank. Wow, they're, they're I, awful heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, 10 pounds. It'd be pretty easy, you would think. I mean, of course, eight, 10 pounds, but what if the dog swallowed it? Then she'd have to wait for it to come out the other end, kind of like and then, and then poop it into the slot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd well, be like that too. I had a dog bank where you put the coins in its back and it would poop them out its butt and take the uh, coins out. <laughs> uh, well, you want she had a, to, the Cocker Spaniel. They're, and they're, they're like red in color. She does it with pennies, which are you know, red copper. Yeah. She had to dry, dry so many 10-pound coins teaching the dog because all this doggy slobbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> The dog was washing him. That's what it was. You get all that dirty yeah. money. The other tricks the dog knows how to do is painting, and um, paint, paint on his tail. Wag, 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 wag. <laughs> Dipping more paint. Wag, 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 wag. T tennis. It knows how to play tennis, huh. and it even knows the dog knows how to do CPR. <laughs> yeah. I don't want no dog doing CPR on me. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it means the chest compressions, mouth to mouth from a dog. <laughs> chest compressions, <laughs> mouth to mouth from a dog. Jeez, <laughs> I got a kind of a creepy one. This uh -oh. might be good for Halloween. The scantily clad witches are caught on camera munching on a deer carcass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wonder why uh, are they scantily clad? <laughs> what the why do you have to dress but, that uh, way to eat deer? There is uh, Canada, a nurse in Canada r recorded a footage of two scantily clad women crouching over a dead deer and uh, uh, chowing down on it, and what she described. It was a carcass eating ritual. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now, if you read the story, what you find is uh, it's not really clear that they were actually eating it. There were a couple of naked women that went down this uh, trail near this nurse's house, and they're seen squatting next to the deer, picking up a hoof, and apparently either putting it into their mouth or maybe they're kissing it. I don't know. Uh, and then they get up when they walk away. Now, there's they didn't commit any crimes. It's not a crime, I guess, to walk around the middle of the night naked down a nature trail. <laughs> it's not a crime to see, to see a dead deer laying there and go up and sniff its hoof. Uh, but it was just really bizarre. Story. It takes place in New Jersey, not Illinois. <laughs> a deer crashes 
into a home and goes out the sliding glass door and goes swimming in the swimming pool. Wee <laughs> splash. And runs across yeah. the deck and dives in. I, I, I and had then to he do puts this two story. holes on Terry's pool liner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. That's what Darn I'm saying. Antlers. Like, I come in my front door and go through my sliding glass door out to my on the deck to the pool and ripped up my liner. And swims in backyard pool. <laughs> and got removed by animal control she heard a crash she was downstairs she heard a crash upstairs and she heard a glass explosion and her house was shaking as she says and she thought it was an earthquake well That's I would imagine a deer could cause a big ruckus in your house a deer was ransacking her home she called her grandson. They called 911. He didn't believe it until they arrived at the house <laughs> to see it with his own eyes. Huh. The deer jumped out, jumped in the pool and was swimming around. They was trying to get to the ladder, but it couldn't figure out how to get out of the pool. <laughs> I was wondering if it said if it was an in-ground or above ground, if there were steps or a ladder. Steps would be easier, but ladders, I how they'd get the deer out. Yeah, well, if it was the end ground, it would be like a big, you know, cement pond there for yeah. the deer. You just maybe find a shallow one and jump out. But if it was above ground, it could be a little bit difficult for him. Yeah. And so they probably tied a rope to him and said, Come on, come on, puppy. <laughs> this way. This way, Bambi. We'll save you. A Florida spear fisherman survives a bull shark attack. Um, Kevin Blanco, 20, is recovering in a hospital after a bull shark was found uh, munching oh, on his. I got to click a link. Ah. <laughs> Waiting for the page to load. Still loading, it says. Munching on his. We will find out right after this brief message. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of was like one of those dot, dot, dots. I thought they had the whole story <laughs> sitting there. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bull shark is as much as 10 feet long, weighing 500 pounds. Came out of nowhere and chomped down on his leg twice while he was diving about 70 feet underwater, he told uh, officials from his bed at the hospital in Miami. I've been in that same situation a lot of times, and they're usually afraid of us, the guy said, but that one was not afraid of us. He wanted me. It was a scary event. <laughs> uh, attacked at about 3 p.m. off the coast. Um, so, yeah, a guy got attacked by a shark. That shark was hungry. That's why he was going to eat him. <laughs> I've been in the water a very long time. I've never seen a shark act like this. Uh, he uh, uh, bit his leg twice and swam away. It's like, bite, bite. Okay, no thanks. <laughs> uh, he don't taste he, good. He's not he right. don't taste good at all.
<laughs> I got a stupid criminal story. <laughs> oh, those are fun. <laughs> In Glasgow, Kentucky, uh, the police were called to the Edmonton State Bank because there was a suspected bank robber loitering in the parking lot and it was a turtle they arrested a turtle boy that would have been a high speed chase right there if he would have got away <laughs> the turtle was given a ride in the back of the police cruiser the video footage I guess they had him handcuffed <laughs> he was what in the world would make them suspect a turtle is a bank robber? <laughs> <laughs> it went to the parking lot and was refusing to leave, hmm. protesting the bank. Oh, yeah. Turtle lives matter. Turtle lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turtle was given a warning and look at everybody. I'm on the run. <laughs> Here I come. Make a hole. Let me through. <laughs> They released him near, near to a body of water. Here you go. Go attack that man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Turtle was loitering in the bank parking lot. Suspected of, bank, suspecting of planning a bank robbery. The Florida man's arm is amputated after a 10-foot alligator attacks outside of a bar next to a pond. And uh, I'm trying to get a story. Here we go. It says, uh, um, the encounter unfolded early Sunday morning behind the bar in Fort Charlotte. Um, the 23-year-old man was taken by helicopter to the hospital in Fort Myers, where his arm was amputated. Now, I thought, I thought based on the title that the alligator amputated his arm. But right, just, that's what I was just, just going to say. He just what bit it, <laughs> and the guy was taken to the hospital where they had, had to amputate his arm. Hmm. Um, the victim uh, spoke to local TV, uh, telling that despite losing an arm, he was happy to be alive. Uh, now it turns out he had been in this bar and he had to go to the bathroom so he went outside to go pee I suppose uh, and he whipped it out I guess uh, in this pond apparently the alligator saw him doing that and the next thing you know he's just under the water until somebody pulls him out Thought, it's a good thing he bit him on the arm was... and not his short <laughs> He was mad because the guy was peeing in his in his house. Get out You're of here. You're peeing in my pool. Stop peeing in my pool. Come on. <laughs> That'll teach those guys in the south to use the bathroom inside. <laughs> I guess it was too crowded inside. I have one more from a hotel.com that has released their they released a list of most unusual room service requests hmm. such as diet water <laughs> i hit a water <laughs> this water has too many calories in it for me <laughs> melted ice cream 
All righty. And they have a few more of them. So when yeah. it comes to a hotel room service, just order regular ice cream. It'll be melted by the time you get there. Right. <laughs> Stir it around. It'll be melted before you know it. <laughs> Blowfish. Oh, wow. And um, they analyze all of their hotels would have people do things. The weirdest ones, um, diet water, melted ice cream. Blowfish, cockle popcorn, um, an omelet without egg whites, <laughs> oh. uh, a rice bowl for a dog, um, bison meat, and Bob, uh, what was this one? Uh, omelet, rice bowl, bison, boiled bottled water. And one guest requested, could they cook a fish that they just caught in the lake? Yeah. Hmm. And the bison could have been maybe in one of those states where, you know, bison are popular, maybe. I don't got know. a Great Plains state somewhere. Huh? Yeah. yeah. North Dakota. I want a bison. A lot uh, of those wouldn't think would be it'd be like deer meat. You wouldn't be able to have it in a restaurant or something. Well, if you I, want I know to go some to... western states, they do have uh, restaurants that serve game. Oh, they're not very common. Hmm. Uh, in England, you can spend the night in a hotel for sixteen hundred dollars a night, but you oh, get is that the, all? You get the <laughs> Philharmonic Orchestra. In your room playing for you. Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> While you're trying to make out with your uh, significant <laughs> other, you got the orchestra while you're playing. In, in New York City, Frank's not records or something. <laughs> in New York City, you can get a hotel room for, I think it's $300 a night, but you can get the, the Home Alone special where you get a dessert of ice cream with 16 scoops. Wow. <laughs> Home alone. I it's thought they'd be here. Here's your room. You're all alone. <laughs> it's like booby trapped ice cream. It explodes and you pick it up. Poor little what's his face was home alone and run around 16, there by yourself. <laughs> 16 scoops of ice cream and assorted toppings. $300 wow. in a home alone 2 special. <laughs> That's all there was to that story. I think well. boiled bottled water. <laughs> Give That's me an ice cream and a strange. Maybe they were wanting it to make some ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah, with that diet water. Yeah, diet, <laughs> diet boiled water. Put in my ramen noodles. Some, hydrate them. Melted melted ice cream on the top. Yeah. Uh, 16 six, scoops of that melted ice cream. Uh, exactly. I'll just say that. <laughs> Well, I got one more story, but I'll save it for later. It kind of go along with my watery theme, but it'll wait. There <laughs> may be waiting. water next week, too. <laughs> yeah, well, since it's summertime, there could be more water stories. Well, I got to get more money. Well, I'll be it. Hey, Molly, look. But while we're waiting for all that, it's time to listen to some weird words. <laughs> 
first weird word that I got I don't know for sure if I'm going to be saying it right it is clorgette and I don't have the spelling this is the second part of my English words that I had a few weeks ago oh yeah but a clorgette it sounds like a fancy word it says that's where you hang up your clothes no it should be be clorgette Whenever the, the kids walk out of the front door, you say, hey, close that the door. <laughs> did, did, did Do you know what it, it is, Harry? Closier. It's like Chevrolet. It's not lit at the end of it. It's weird because this is supposed to be an English list, but this says it's a French <laughs> word. So why would they shove a French word in my English list? Yeah, why? 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 I think it's is a closet. Word, it actually means... Zucchini. Oh. <laughs> and an eggplant that says it's an aubergine. Aubergine eggplant. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's but that word under. that I said means little squash. And then zucchini actually means little squash, it says in Italian. So there's a little zucchini. education for you. <laughs> Another yeah, well, word which... English does include the words from different languages, including you know French and Latin and stuff. But yeah, some of these words are pretty simple. They're just like I said, the second half of the English list that I had. This next word is flat. Tell me love is real. Oh. And you guys, I think, know what a flat is. Flat. Ricky and Randy. Yeah, an apartment. Yeah, it's an apartment. I search for phrases to sing your praises, but there aren't any magic adjectives to tell you all you are. Or it could be one of Terry's friends from high school. Got a flat tire. Or it was Steve's friend, too. And his girlfriend had a thing for him. (laughs) A liquidizer. Words of love, you whisper soft and true. Darling, I love you. Know what English people call their liquidizer? A liquidizer is when you leave your ice cubes out and they melt. Is, uh, or your ice cream. <laughs> yeah, or your ice cream. Ice cream. It makes it liquefy. Liquidizer. It's a squirt gun. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, maybe a blender. I don't know. Yeah, ding ding ding. It is a blender. Your job to marvelous. To marvelous for like glorious, glamorous, and that old standby amorous. Makes a smoothie out of, you know, put vegetables in and mix it into a smoothie. Yeah, and our next word is a loo. 
hold me close and tell me how you feel. Tell me love is real. Hello? That's a bathroom. That's a party. It's all that's covered in your list. Why it's on my butt or milk? Shoe fly shoe. <laughs> the next word is a lorry. Words of love, whisper, soft and true. Darling, I love you. Mm-mm-mm. A truck. Big truck. Yeah. See, it, it's a easy. guy who liked to play in horror films back in the 40s or something like that. Peter Laurie. You're much too much and just too very, very to ever be in Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. Oh. Well, this word might confuse you. A jumper. What do English people call jumpers? It's a onesie. It's a onesie. A it's a like, I mean, not for. I, I, I thought you. I, th- I thought you said a woman thing. I thought well, maybe you could call a broad jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the activity you want. On. Pretty sure it's either it's either like a onesie or a pair of shoes. I can't. Or I'm, I would say shorts. It's like kids who are in a pair of shorts. A jumper. Well, this says it's a sweater and. And so I'm borrowing a love song from the birds to tell you that you're marvelous, too marvelous for words. I don't know. I was yeah. thinking a jumper would be a one-piece outfit. That's what we... Yeah, like a jumpsuit. Yeah. Like he said, a onesie, but this says a sweater. Uh. It could be. I mean, I, I, I guess because you, know, you jump into it, the way you go. Or, you know, yeah, and our next word is sherbert. Let me hear you say the words I want to hear. Darling, when you're near. And it's not ice cream. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's not. Oh, that was going to be my answer. Ice cream. Ellen Sherbert. I mean, no, Sherbert. Sherbert. <laughs> the guy's name, I guess, Sherbert. Oh, wow. What would it be? Sherbert. Those were um, wacky old English people. Melted Sherbert. It's melted ice cream. <laughs> oh, punch. There we go. You put well, it into the is... liquefier. <laughs> <laughs> Sherbert in, in the England, England UK. Is colloquially known as a beer or logging. Beer. You're gonna go with your friends to the pub to get a sherbet. Is, is think, a beer. 
getting a beer is a sure. I guess it says the the foam on top looks like the fruity, frothy <laughs> top of beer looks like candy, and I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> whatever. I'll have to see if Rob wants to serve any sherbets at our bowling alley. <laughs> Another word is trainers. Words of love, you whisper soft and true. Darling, I love you. Trainers? Those are, those are shoes. I'll say yeah. shoes. They wear trainers, and that's saying because they, they, of course, go to the gym and work out in them, and they train. Your tennis shoes or gym sneakers. Shoes. Yeah, they used to call them sneakers at first, you know, so you could sneak up on people. Oh. So wear your clip, clip, clap shoes, clap. Another word is a trolley. You know what a trolley in the UK is? Shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. it's a shopping cart. They have them in San Francisco. Ding, ding, the trolley. Yeah, ding, ding. Yeah. And words already, huh? Well. Yeah. Next week, we're going to give you a little bit harder words. This week was oh. just easy week. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I'd better open a window. Well, one dirty trick deserves another. It's time for Terry. Here's Terry Top 10. Top 10. I have a top 10 list of... Unexpected tricks for losing weight. So oh. these are tricks that you can do to help you lose weight. Huh. And this list came out in on June 3rd of 2023. Ice uh, number 10. They tell us that we lost our tails, evolving up from little snails. Ice cold water is has negative uh, calories in it. Ice cold uh, water, the yeah. diet water from the hotel. <laughs> and if you have just bottled, you know, cold water is not negative calories, but ice cold water is negative calories because you drink it and then your body has to use more energy to cool or warm the water up to 98 degrees. You know, right. So eating celery is zero calories, but ice cold water is actually negative calories. So huh. it takes more energy to eat celery. It, than Yeah. Cause it cools your core temperature and your body has to work harder to bring your temperature back up. Yeah. And 
Ice cream should be good too. It's pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. Except for all that butter fat in it. Dang it. (laughs) Number nine. Smoke on the water. A fire in the sky. Smoke on the water. There's a way to prepare rice that will greatly reduce its calories. And Mm. you pretty much cook it the same way that you do. But after you cook the rice, you you can reduce it by 60%. And then you put it in the refrigerator and eat it the next day, or at least 10 hours later. Hmm. Probably the same reason of the cold water is your body needs to bring it up the temperature. And you know, you as saying you know, you don't just cook it and eat it, you gotta let it cool down for 10, 10 hours in the refrigerator. Chill it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean then you can reheat it and eat it, but you know. Well, I, I would think that by chilling it and eating it cold, just like with the cold water, your body would your, your core temperature would cool and you got to work to reheat well, it. I like to eat cold pizza too. <laughs> wow. Cold leftover pizza. (laughs) Except for all the fats and cheese. (laughs) Okay. Number eight is... uh... I'm a man. I'm a boy. Well, I'm your mother. I'm a man. I'm a one-night stand. Am I bi? I'm a man. I'm your slave. Burns up six hundred and fifty calories by donating blood. Your body has to work harder to replace the blood that you donated, so that burns off six hundred and fifty calories. You can give blood every fifty-seven days, so it's not something you want to do like. Super duper oven. That one lady who did that. Unless story. you live with a vampire. Well, you might. <laughs> Jill did that story about that woman who donated so much world record blood. I donor. forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah. she well, did so it over every, so many Every years. other month, she, can, she gave a pint of blood. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Dude, don't make it bad. Take a bad song and make it better. Hot peppers and capsaicin. Capsaicin. Right. The capsaicin is the spicy part of it. Right. Helps you to lose weight. You know, the, like I said, the hot pepper diet, you know, hmm. they speed up your metabolism, pushing everything out. Oh, get out of my body. Even whenever it comes out. Ah, it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Like the guy who I did the story over, the other guy thought it helped cure cancer, you know, but still, you know, they, I, they, there is a jalapeno diet though. That's what I'm saying. It is for real. They eat hot peppers with everything and you'll be pretty uh, regular. <laughs> well, you eat peppers with everything and does it help you lose weight? 
Yeah, no. Then you want to eat ice cream to cool it back down. <laughs> Number six. LA woman, you're my woman. Got my mojo rising. Mr. Mojo rising. Hey! Fidgeting, as I do, fidgeting can burn 350 calories a day. That's why my two youngest grandsons are so scrawny because they fidget <laughs> all the stinking time. If you keep on shaking the leg, you know, you shake your leg. You burn People with ADD. Man, I used to be so fidgety in church. Always folding papers, doing that origami. <laughs> um, number five. <laughs> so listen to our show, people. <laughs> you lose a whole hour and a half worth of weight. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> Laughing for 15 minutes can burn off the same amount of calories as walking a, a half a mile. So if you laugh for 15 minutes, you don't have to walk. <laughs> Look, there we go. <laughs> Just watch your favorite comedians on Comedy Central or listen to the records. It also amounts to about four pounds a year you can lose. So keep laughing. If you laugh 30 minutes, that's Quite laugh much. all day. <laughs> no, stop. Hey, get the world record for laughing all day. <laughs> Beat that, David Rush. <laughs> Number four. This is hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? Hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? Gonna shoot my old lady. This is a scrumptious one here. Urine from a pregnant woman. Can yeah. <laughs> what? What are you supposed to do? Drink it? I think if so. You, I, I'd be if like you drink, drinking it. So I'd be doing getting dry heaves out of that. If you say pregnant drink, women pee a lot, so I mean, if you drink it, you can lose yeah, weight. I don't think so. I will be getting all kinds of dry heaves and spitting it back out. Right. Well, maybe it makes you throw up, and so it's like a way to make but, yourself puke. Yeah, you, you can lose a pound a day drinking that urine. I, I, I would not want to be the one who found that out. No, me either. <laughs> they don't actually drink it. They give you it's in a pill. You swallow it in a pill. I still don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put that. I had to put that at the end of all that. So, <laughs> number three. You walk, you burn up to two times more calories by walking on sand. 
as opposed it's so to... hot. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> well, sand yeah, is hard to walk in. Have you guys walked in sand lately? Man, I did on vacation. Yeah, it's I used like... to run and run along the beach. It, you sink in it. Now, along the water, it's <laughs> nice and solid. But, man, until you get there... Right. That's that's me. If you if you run in it, it gives you a, a harder workout. Yeah. Right. Back in the day when I used to run. <laughs> if I had to run for my life, I wouldn't make it. Me either. <laughs> it's still going on. Then number two. I'm an ordinary guy burning down the house. Hiking burns more calories hmm. than just walking the same distance. Because it's up and down hills sometimes when you're hiking. I would suppose. I mean, it does make sense if you're walking on a well-traveled trail, it's pretty smooth and there's not a lot of extra effort. But or I like on a bike path. If you do off-road stuff, kind of hiking, yeah, yeah you're going up and down right. hills. And, Right, that's right. That's the example they give here. You can you could walk a mile down a bike path, and you could walk a mile through terrain, like you're saying, and you're going to you know the same distance, and you're going to lose more weight hiking. I remember yeah. hiking back in the military. You, 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 we're going to go uh, eight, eight eight clicks today, meaning eight kilometers. It's like, all right, it's just going to take us a couple hours to get there, but we're going to go up and down this mountain. It's like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there by tonight, <laughs> and you'll be exhausted. Yeah. Number one. I'm hot-blooded, chicken and sea. Got a fever of 103. Come on, baby, do you do more than dance? I'm hot-blooded, hot-blooded. Having good posture can help you lose weight. Huh. By sitting upright, uh, sitting upright, uh, hmm. and <laughs> as opposed to hunching down or leaning back in your chair. It's just more muscle strength to sit up and get that belly stretched out. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Improve your core, core strength. Yeah. Help you breathe better and everything. Takes that ache out of your back. I can't, I would imagine it would burn off all that many calories, but it certainly is better for your health than slouching all the time. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. That's my top 10 list for <laughs> tips on how to lose some weight. Where do you go? I lost it. Who's going to play with my weight? <laughs> Who took it? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, you gotta let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine. Should I stay or should I go? 
Charming. Well, I think you're just as charming as I am. Well, don't stand there. Haven't you anything to say for yourself? Well, say something. I love you madly. That uh, brings us to our anchor topic. And uh, we're on the topic of manual skills. Ready to scan. Ready to scan. Manual oh. skills? Uh-huh. Does Terry have hey, that... something there? Well, yeah, yeah, in a way, I do. Manual skills. Do. How did... Manual skills playing with your pool. Yesterday. Your pool boy. Hold on. <laughs> I thought maybe he was scanning his Pop-Tart box or something. And, and I wasn't sure. Jill's, I Jill's been doing manual skills with her cornhole throwing. <laughs> my, my blood sugar is 348 right now. Oh, my Good goodness. Well, stop eating Pop-Tarts. You should have stopped yeah. a long time well, ago. <laughs> I had this white frosted mini wheats too. Well, those oh, wait, aren't any better. <laughs> and I got popcorn for dessert. But I got my guitars out yesterday, and we were playing guitars here in my oh. house. Me and this other blind guy. Oh, he plays and, it too? No, he's wanting to learn. But, oh, uh, that's neat. You can sure teach him. Great. If you're holding it right, I said, well, if you're looking at me, your guitar neck should be opposite the way mine is is this a left-handed guitar or right hand it's a right-handed guitar is he right-handed yeah. also yeah okay. um, i didn't know they made a difference right or left-handed you just flipped well, it one way or the other guitars <laughs> are, are typically right-handed in that you strum them with your right hand and chord with your left but you can string them backwards and you just flip it around and you put the neck in your right hand and strum with your left oh I don't know Paul McCartney, except they got strings. And... Paul McCartney played left-handed, and Jimi Hendrix learned to do play that way. Well, and the funny thing with Paul McCartney is he actually is right-handed, but he discovered he can't play right-handed. He has to flip it around and play left-handed. Huh? Because you know you do more, you know, with your fingers on the neck with all the notes to. You know, if you're right-handed, I would think that would be easier than you know, plucking the strings. But whatever. Yeah, well, there so you been, go. You can you've teach been this guy some, uh, guitar, guitar lessons. With, yeah, give yeah. him guitar lessons while he cleans your pool and help each other. Well, out he, it, it, he came out. You know, I invited him over to go swimming, and then uh, he could have went home a couple of days ago. But then we were going to go to the Cardinal game yesterday. So it's like, well, if we spend the night, you know, it's Sunday, we can go ahead and just take you to the Cardinal game, which we did. And, you know, and then, but yesterday, while we were waiting to go to the Cardinal game, I got my guitars out. We were tinkering around with the guitars. I told him, you know, the NLS library, you can get guitar by ear, you know, cartridges or piano by ear, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Good. He's like, well, I want to learn how to play the saxophone. And I say, well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bill Brown, who does a lot of those play-by-ear lessons, he might do saxophone. I haven't seen any, but he does do, like, mandolin and uh, piano and guitar and, and others. It's like, I, I played the trumpet in school. You only had to use three fingers. And a lot of air. <laughs> A lot of air. And, Saxophones yeah. and clarinets, they have lots of buttons, like a flute, lots of buttons. Yeah, yeah but you still only use like three or four fingers. You know, your fingers. Well, you, you, you can't use any you more use all, of them. You use all your fingers. 
<laughs> there's there's three holes you cover with with each hand, but you still have to move your pinky to to get some of the keys that are there, and your thumb will cover a hole that's on the bottom. So you do use pretty much all your fingers. Well, I mean, you that the you got the little things that cover the holes. You got to push the buttons that are open or whatever. I would imagine, but right. But you have to use all of your fingers to know which holes to cover or which levers to push. Right. <laughs> and so it's you know playing the saxophone is like playing the piano. I got a piano right here, a keyboard. Oh, you got a keyboard too? Yeah. And stuff. So I got a piano. I have a real. I have one. a radio. <laughs> I haven't ever played it, but we have one. Well, there's an app you can download on your phone. It's a cat piano or a dog piano. Where it's so stinking small, (laughs) and you push the thing that it it is so (laughs) tiny you 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 can't hit a a single note off of it. It doesn't work well with voiceover on either. You turn it off, it works better. Anyway, uh, so we were tinkering around with the guitars, and I was like, you know, uh, like up at Heinz when you learn the guitar, they, the song that you learn how to play is The Rose by Conway Twitty, which I already know how to play that anyway, but I knew how to play guitar more than what they show you at Heinz, and I used to like to take my own, because even at Heinz, though, see, I, if I took my own guitar, I could take it to my room, I could take it anywhere I want to and play it, but you go there and say, hey, can I play a guitar? They go, nope. You got to, you got to go upstairs to manual skills and stay in the room and play it. And it's like, but I want to take it to my room and play it. I can't do it on the weekend. Nope. It's well, they, like they used to let you bring it down to the cafeteria, but maybe not. Well, it's been a long time since I've been there. And played right. It. It's like, can I do that? Because you, there's a piano in there. Why can't we bring a you know, guitar? But you know, they of course they don't want you anybody to break it and stuff. But they have let me take it to my room on the weekends. But they're we're not supposed to, but here you go. And so it'll be our little secret. <laughs> if you learn the piano at Heinz, then the, I told you, I said that they you take it to your room. room? My room? <laughs> it's, uh, Mary, Mary had a little lamb. Well, that's weird because up in the up in the manual school, well, that's not what I learned how to play. They, they taught me how to play the theme from the love story on the piano. Really? Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty complicated. <laughs> yep, that's the one. It's a simple melody, but when you add the chords into it, it's like holy cow! I can play that on the guitar. I can play that on the trumpet. I can play. Well, it on... you can't play the chords on the trumpet. I'll guarantee you that. I can play it on the piano, but not the chords. But. I've played it before. That or like the now, if you play the chords the way the song goes, it's pretty difficult. But if you play it a little more in the, in the vein of a pop song, where you're just you know left-handed just grabbing whatever convenient chord, well, that's a lot easier. But it does give it a different sound if we just you know do standard pop chords instead of the actual chords. Anyway, fun stuff, manual skills. Uh, yeah, talking instruments today. <laughs> yeah. So it's time, I guess, to, oh, to move on to email. Well, stupid old me. Well, why wait? Let's get to work now. Uh, do we have an email? Do we have an email? Yeah, we sure do. I actually have a couple of them. We've had some contributions. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, hey, TSF hosts, 
some members of a health club were having their first meeting, the director of the group said, now I'd like each of you to give the facts of your daily routine. Several people spoke, admitting their excesses, and then one obviously overweight member said, I eat moderately, I drink moderately, and I exercise frequently. Hmm, said the manager, and are you sure there's nothing you overindulge in? Well, said the man, I lie extensively. <laughs> That's from Anonymous, so it looks like. Oh, it lies about Donald. his dieting. Is that Donald Trump? It could be. <laughs> he, he's so overweight because he looks at all those secret documents all the time. It eats Big Macs. Well, My kind of guy. <laughs> There's our email. And of course, if people want to uh, have us read your email, you got to send one in. Or you could call our voicemail, uh, 401-753-4844. It's our voicemail. Well, you got a lot of nerve prying into my affair. We present that nationally known... Oh, goodness. What's this? Some characters seem to be walking right out on the stage. It's time to transition to some final thoughts. Yeah, final thoughts. What does a grumpy guy eat on his birthday? Crab cakes. Apparently. <laughs> you have a knuckle sandwich. I'll tell you what. What do you get when you cross a flower with a pickle? You get a daffodil. A daffodil? A daffy. A dill pickle. Oh. Well, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I just heard that several schools are now dropping their Cougars team name. It seems that it may offend older women. <laughs> Does it offend you, Jill? No. <laughs> you would like to cruise them all, pick up young boys, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um. This Sunday is Father's Day, so I got some of those. Um. The your father barbecue skills are so excellent. The town made him the honorary Gourmayer. Gourmayer. <laughs> He's the mayor of Gorms. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I got a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? Oscar. Oscar who? Ask a silly question and you're going to get a silly answer. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, my grandson recently asked me, what's a forklift? I told him, food, usually. 
<laughs> I did one of these for Mother's Day, but your father is so super. Superman had to change his name to just okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Where do crayons go for vacation? They go to Colorado. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, bread puns can become stale very quickly. <laughs> what did... What did Casper the ghost say after he farted? Uh-oh. Don't worry. It's silent, but friendly. <laughs> okay. Oh, those Casper farts. <laughs> Why did the hot air balloon get grounded? Mm. It was getting carried away. Carried away? <laughs> From all those Casper farts. Mm-hmm. Well, I get worried when the voices in my head stop talking. I just know they're plotting something behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is faster than the speed of light? Your dad telling you to turn off the light. <laughs> <laughs> Or close at the door. <laughs> that word word. <sighs> what kind of vegetable has four legs and barks? A cauliflower. <laughs> cauliflower. Woof woof. <laughs> oh. Warning! Procrastination is about to take over the world. Take cover now. Or, you know, whenever you can get around to it. (laughs) I think I might have did this one before, but... What part of your body has a bottom at the top? Your legs. (laughs) Yeah. I got another knock-knock joke here. Knock-knock. Who's there? Amish. I'm a shoe. I'm a shoe when I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm a sock. So I'm a shoe. <laughs> I'm a shoe. <laughs> well, why did the man run around his bed? Because he was trying to catch up on his sleep. That's <laughs> all. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? They have great food, but no atmosphere. Yeah. None at all. (laughs) Oh, crud, I don't have any more. (laughs) All right. Well, I think I can do at least one more here. You guys take it away. There was once a man named Do who had an existential question. Do be or not do be? 
his <laughs> friends even wrote a song to help him about it. Doobie, 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 doo. That's how it begins. Anyway, dumb. <laughs> Actually, um, what do you get when you cross a baseball with Star Wars? The Empire Strikes Out. <laughs> Baseball humor. So is that what happened to the Cardinals last night? They <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah, their Empire struck out. Yeah. Well, with all of that, funny's last thoughts that people are probably losing, losing weight right now. <laughs> I have, I have one more. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go ahead. How do you get a barber across the road? Just yell, come over here. Hmm. All righty. I guess that would do it. <laughs> We're not moving, Batiste. We're staying right here. Unhitch the dog. We're about to sign off for now. Well, with all of that, it is time to wind it all down and tell everybody, hey, this is your host, Keith, saying, signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Uh, and while you're out and about listening to us on your favorite podcatcher, uh, leave us a rating and review. Uh, stop by our webpage and uh, leave us a comment. Send us your own funny emails. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you here back again next week with all three of us. Yeah. And some harder words. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Good summer vacation. <laughs> it's almost time to go home. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny. That sounds funny.